Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, I'm Trent, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode 125. This week on Toy Power, we hit up a movie review, but with a twist, taking a leaf out of Dave's video graveyard and doing a retro movie review. That one is going to be on the Masters of the Universe motion picture. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Darren. Hello, one and all. Thank you for joining us. Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hoi, hoi. And of course, Dave and Paulie from Dave's Video Graveyard. Gentlemen, welcome to Toy Power. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. It's an absolute pleasure. Of your listeners. <laughs> we got it from a listener. <laughs> it's, listeners. We're still going for that S on listeners, so it's great to be here, guys. Uh, it's good to aspire to something, and it's wonderful to have you guys on the show. Paulie, we haven't had you on the show before. No. Welcome, so, welcome to, you're welcome to be a chick's den here. <laughs> That's all right. The ladies love it. Ladies love it. <laughs> they do. It's their favourite place. It's referred nah. to as Frank's Ladies Lounge. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those Lady. ninja skills. <laughs> Those ninja skills. My wife listens sometimes. All right. <laughs> no, now, thanks for thanks for. You'll be sitting on that couch. It is good to have you. Big fan of the show. Do thanks. tune in. It is good. I love the way you do it. In fact, when I was preparing for our episode, which we're going to record on Mortal Kombat for Dave's Video Graveyard, I felt like I was you. I felt like I was you watching the movie, making my notes. You should definitely go to a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, past day, I've got so much to tell you. I I could hear you in my head. I believe it's actually called Meat Sweats. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's not pleasant, but it's okay. (laughs) Sorry, continue your thoughts. Yeah, Paulie, because you're on the show for the first time, we have to give you the Toy Power Initiation. Oh, God. And this is... (laughs) This is... Get the car running. <laughs> so off comes the shirt and the nipples need to be no what we're going to do is again three, three questions but you have to answer these all as if you're 10 years old again okay because we love that nostalgia but don't do a voice <laughs> don't do a voice <laughs> Dave will help you get into a position where you can do the voice nope. naturally first question is what was your favourite movie as a 10 year old as a 10 year old probably would have been um, Ghostbusters 2 probably would have been up there oh. at the time Empire Strikes Back was always up there I used to like nothing really off off brand it's like pretty much all pop culture at that time so Field of Dreams probably oh, <laughs> nice. yeah. I like that from a very very young age and like yeah so Kevin Costner at his peak oh, really wasn't it yeah. Yeah, speaking yeah. of fighting off ladies oh man <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah I used to walk around the school yeah, I was like <laughs> watch Field of Dreams ladies yeah. and I cried <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait until Postman comes out. You, you know, this oh, is where yeah. it's going to get big. Oh, man. Especially yeah. if you were Kevin Costner. I still made it through. <laughs> Kevin cried at the box office taking. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. Now, that is good. Great selection of movies. Did love the DVG episode on Ghostbusters yes. 2, where I think you quoted as sort of saying, not the best sequel, but a good film in its own right. I th- yeah, look, it's, it's funny. Like, I would watch it again just for Janusz because that, that character's amazing. Um, and it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, it could have been so much more, but then we talk about Master of the Universe today, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about things it's that all relative. so more. <laughs> We're trying to learn to stop measuring sequels by the film that came before them <laughs> yeah. because it's not fair. It isn't. No, no, no. Very, very true. Hey, um, speaking of toys, what was your favourite toy line as a kid? Okay, so I, I've been looking around and I did have a lot of the Masters of the Universe stuff. Um, I can't believe I got rid of it. Like, um, And I'm going to just do really bad descriptions. You can tell me the actual name of it. The <laughs> suction cup guy. Yep, Leech. Leech love yeah. that. I had Beastman and I had like Skeletor and a couple of... I really like the Ninja Turtles. I wanted the band. Too expensive. I like Mask. Yes, ah, nice. Mask was... And my, my friend down the street had all the masks. He had the mask van and I had like just like three of the masks that he had doubles of so <laughs> I was just like I'm the masked man and my parents didn't give it to me and I hate them to this day <laughs> and I wanted Grey Skull uh, well no, no Snake Mountain sorry um, yeah so 
but yeah like that's probably like and i had the original kenneth kenneth star wars yep yeah yep. yeah so i had all them um i still remember buying a bunch of the um them at the at myers back in the day so mm. yeah i still got some of them not in the packets they look pretty pretty well worn <laughs> <laughs> and what was the best thing to do for a birthday party at the age of 10 what was what in 92 where were birthday parties at what were you doing uh, see I, I started off being pretty sporty so I think, I think back then it was pretty an outdoor one like where you, you need to take these kids to clinics and then it's like that would be fun being t- yelled at by an adult for an hour <laughs> um yeah, so probably like that, and then like there'll be a themed birthday cake. My mum was pretty good at birthday cakes, so um, out of the yeah, women's, weekly. women's, women's weekly, women's weekly, yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, she can make an eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you know, the, the race track with, with the race. Yes, wow. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now, like these days, you no, know, it's just a Coles cake. Yeah, you just get you just get cupcakes or whatever. Build, build them into a uh, pyramid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But back in those back in those days, it was. Uh, Six months before your birthday, flipping through that magazine yeah. to work out which way, which one you're going to choose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's head into our first segment. May the force be with you. Why fans say forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza? As you can see. The power to be. Masters of the universe. I feel like I'm watching something pretty grand, I'm, I'm right? Thinking, like, I'm thinking I'm watching Superman. Superman, right now. yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. with a with a hint of John Williams. Maybe, I was gonna yeah. say. As we spoke about when we did the Ghostbusters and we talked about Ray Parker Jr. and Huey Lewis yep. in the news, mm. the comparison of the songs, 100% John Williams filled up a glass with his theme for Superman. <laughs> Someone drank that down. Someone else filled the glass up with water. And then you get <laughs> Masters of the Universe theme. Bill Conti, show you're working out because uh, <laughs> I think you copied your homework. Yeah. Let's talk about a film that like starts with like the sound of it like is so much better than what it really is going to be. <laughs> it's just like the worst. It's like the awesome packaging and then it's like, ah, oh, oh, this is used condom is. as a movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is a really interesting film and for the time it came and what was happening to Canon Pictures at the time because essentially Canon was bankrupt at this point mm. and they had a thing where they would get the you know, funding for the next film and basically then use that to sort of make their existing film. And they were at the point where they just wanted to churn this stuff out, get it into the pictures and basically try and get the revenue stream. And that then doesn't the, show on us at all. That doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> well, Have you watched the doco? I have, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. such a good electric, electric Boogaloo. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those guys were insane. They, yeah. threw out, they essentially threw out two Hail Marys. They got the property rights to Superman. Superman, yep. And He-Man and Spider-Man. Spider-Man would be their, yes. their next big thing. But they didn't quite make it that far because Quest for Peace, and then Quest for Peace came out in the same year. Yep. Um, how does it hold up, like for what was around at the time? I mean, if you think Masters is bad and and has low production values, I think it. I think Masters actually does quite well in the some of the production designs. Like you had William Stout come on as the lead production designer, and there's some really nice, you know, good looking costumes, some good looking sets. The grayscale throne room. Actually, they spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. To to that question, I think you really have to, rather than compare it to films of the time. I think you really, to be fair, you have to compare it to fantasy films of the time. Yes, yeah. because that's basically the avenue they've gone down. And like you say, that throne room looked amazing. I was actually going to ask you guys because you know the law. Are any of those statues anyone important or anything to do with the law? Are they I just, always envision they just cheap yeah. because yeah. I, I, I create my I used to create my own mythology and random stuff when I was a kid. I always imagined that was the Council of Elders, right? That they talked about in Masters of the Universe and other incarnations. And to me, that's what it always was. Now, was it really? I don't know, but in my head, that's what it was. Because there is one yeah. in the background that looks like Shredder. It's uh, in one of the scenes. It almost, and then there was another one that looks like they've got like an Egyptian like bust, yeah, yeah. and just put a stormtrooper helmet on it because yep. it's got. It's crazy. Like I really thought, and they've gone to the degree of putting carvings of faces and stuff. A lot of it's Skeletor's face in the mm. walls and stuff yep. and in the bridges. Yep. But there's other faces everywhere, and I'm like, I thought they would 
tie it to the law somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was the era. We're talking 87 where they were that into the detail of the mythos. Yeah. You know, do it today. For sure they would do that. Do they even refer to him as Adam in this? No. no there is no, no was Adam. It was an early draft really? of the screenplay where he references where he references his uh, mother having been born on Earth, which was a plot point from the old cartoon that Prince Adam's mother, Queen Malayne, came from from Earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was have. that was an earlier draft of the screenplay. The they Errol Flynn kind of swashbuckling sword fights of the uh, what early 30s and so forth, that was very much going to be influenced by how they built that throne room with lots of stairs, ups and downs, different platforms. Unfortunately, they ran out of budget before they could <laughs> film the final fight sequence, so we never really got it utilised. And that was one of... We talk about letdowns for this film and maybe where it didn't quite reach its potential. That's one. That epic grand finale of a fight scene on, the, on that grayscale yeah. was basically shot with one light and one camera. Yeah. yeah. I, in looks, one single afternoon. Yeah. yeah well, looks, the opening shows like Eternia and it's like, here's generic, here's generic desert. Mm-hmm. And Castle Troopers like, who, who is, is that? <laughs> and um, Castle Grayscale is basically a 5G antenna with a skull stuck to it. It <laughs> does not look like a castle from the outside. Well, yeah. And it is, they use the matte painting, right, for Grayscale because, and, right. and they superimposed a tiny sorceress into one of the eyes. Mm. But it really does show, I mean, there's some beautiful matte paintings that are done in films. And this one gets it over the line, but they didn't even build a model for Grayscale. <laughs> no, no, it was no, just, no. just to have a painting. Which I actually thought, like, coming towards the end, like, uh, whatever the name of, like, Skeletor's barge that he rides around on. Yep, the sail barge from yeah, Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it's physically... Pride, pride float. Physically, <laughs> someone had physically built that model. Yeah. And they'd used it, and they'd forgot to scale it some of the time. <laughs> but... Couldn't that guy build a castle as well? You'd think so. (laughs) They could have at least used the the toy castle. Would anyone have been upset if the toy castle rocked up? Just just paint some airbrush. Yeah, Yeah, airbrush it. Yeah, exactly. Would have been fine. Well, let's talk about critical response and box office takings. This one, I know, Darren, you'll tell a story while Frank pulls up the numbers. You'll tell a story about going to see this at the cinema and how full the cinema was. Which suggested this yep. might have been in at for a big taking. <laughs> day one. Day one. No, day one. Day what one. was it like? It the was cinema? school holidays. Yeah. So it was nineteen eighty seven. It was the Hoyts Regent Cinema in um Rundlemall, Adelaide, which is no longer no longer there. But um, basically the situation was a father and son, like a adult father and, and his young son had to be separated because they couldn't find two consecutive seats in the cinema. That's how full it was. And then they were turning people away after that because it was it was too full. It was completely sold out. Like, and it's the only movie from childhood that I can remember going to that was ever sold out. And then the yeah. Rotten Tomatoes of the eighties came into play, where you found <laughs> that, where you found that there was no uh, Battle Cat, there was no Orko in this film, and where the hell are half well, of the toys might, that we had as kids? That might For have me, been the reaction because there were there were two. I remember, you know, teasing that out a bit. There were two reactions in the schoolyard. You had kids my age that for wow, you know, He-Man's on the big screen and it's the best thing ever. And then you had older kids who were like, it's too different to the toys, it's too different to the cutting, I hated it. That's not He-Man. You know, that's, so, that's not He-Man. You know, there was two <laughs> dissenting points of view and a lot of it was depending on the age of the children at the time when they saw it. This yeah. film thinks it's Star Wars, but no, it's, it's a caravan not. of courage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest issue I have with this film. The, the troops look like uh, similar to stormtroopers. Skeletor dresses his henchmen in the same f- fashion as Vader does with the bounty hunters. I actually you thought know, we could, that sequence. I thought yeah. we could refer to them as downpour downpour soldiers, because <laughs> rather than call them stormtroopers, they can be downpour soldiers. It's like a white drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> My wife made the point of watching this. She goes, she goes. This movie is like it's like they've taken bits from a whole bunch of other movies and put them together. And the Star Wars was an obvious one. But she said, the scene at the start where you first meet the Courtney Cox's character, where she's a waitress in in the diner. She's going, was every lead in a female like That's female? Terminator. Exactly. That is she said Terminator. Terminator. And yeah. even even her friend who she's talking to, she goes. Tell me that's not a rip-off Sarah Connor, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It even looks like Because until Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 movie came out, women couldn't do jobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is interesting because casting for Courtney Cox in this role, she is coming off a Bruce Springsteen... Dancing. 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 Think, that's it. That's it. Do you it. think that she is more ashamed of this or the Dancing in the Dark? Because I've seen her Dancing in the Dark. Uh, you, can't, you can't be ashamed of this because this has <laughs> launched you. 
Mm. <laughs> into what? <laughs> we just, we just into into porn. I, mean, I think in 2019 she'd probably say Ace Ventura one. <laughs> somewhat problematic. Yeah. Well, Julia certain wasn't was, certainly wasn't ashamed of uh, her parents dying on the plane because she was then going to jump on a plane from California to uh, wherever she was going to go. So she obviously didn't have a fear of plane. Well, her dad was flying the plane that crashed. I, I oh, do, but still, but the whole aspect of yeah. flying a plane yeah. wouldn't that scare? You? Like, in, a, in a well-written and conceived story. <laughs> I, I do question her scrapbooking skills. When you're going to put a photo of your family on the article about the crash of their plane, I don't know that I want to read that scrapbook. It's like a It was so weird that she had red wool and the schematics of the small plane. I'm not accusing her of anything. Okay, I had to ask, how long did Man of Arms get to get away from the cave that the... Holy Grail was in to be in this film. <laughs> Why is Man at Arms 700 years old in this John Cypher. Oh, look, the casting in this is, I think they've done fairly well. And to say fairly well, they've got Dolph, who meets the the physical attributes of the character. He just can't talk. Yeah. He looks like He-Man. He does. He does. Yeah. You've got Frank Langella, who's done this for his kids, essentially. You've this, got a, but he's a Shakespearean uh, actor. Thespian. Yeah. This... That he saves this film. He does. He, does. he is amazing in this film. Like he, he, he just like is into that character. Like some of the lines he's got uh, is amazing. It's like, is the loneliness of good like the loneliness of evil? Like, yeah. Is, it equal, is yep. the loneliness of evil equal to the loneliness of good? But is that Shakespeare? Has he just pilfered that from? Possibly. From the like and he delivers it in such a. Tell me about the loneliness of evil, he man. <laughs> he stage, does he deliver he it like that? He stage-acts this entire yeah, he does. movie. Yes. Like, and it's like fantastic. This, it rivals um, Palpatine. Yeah, yep. like in yep. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Palpatine yeah, totally. just wasn't wearing a mask made of seagull crap. Because <laughs> <laughs> does that bother anyone else? Yes, like, but he had the coolest garb on. Like, yep. I really dug the step up. Obviously, he wasn't purple in that, but... I love the step up of the costume, but then the face, it's like... They melted them off the liar's mask. (laughs) The guy making the masks called in sick, but we do have a pavlova in case. (laughs) That will be it. Just just black out or grey wash some of that face because there's so much detail, but it's just white. And there's a hole in it. Which kept bothering me really? because it showed how rubber it was because the hole would open and close <laughs> when he was talking. And I only noticed it this time around. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to takings because this film, what is it? About a $17 million budget? Oh, $17 million budget? Is that about sure? right? Yeah, that's what oh, I mean. With the that, story that... originally being it was going to be a halvesies job with the... It was meant to be halvesies and Mattel. Halves and Mattel would front the other half. And then Canon oh, Pictures okay. said, well, we're not putting in any more, mate. <laughs> yeah. You better cough up if you want your film. And that's Golden and Globus all the way yeah. through, oh, isn't that, it? Really, that is so. their uh, that is their business model. Yeah. Well, that makes it a bit awkward then, because uh, it uh, grossed uh, about seventeen million. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yes. So yeah, it pulled even. Pulled even. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, did four, four. How many times did you see this, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. Only the it's one all new. I wanted to go and see it again. It though. did four point eight in the opening weekend, so obviously then pretty much tailed off after that. I yes. believe it was only in cinemas for three weeks oh, before really? it did. Got wow. pulled, right? and it got pulled from cinemas. Is uh, that in the US or over here? Or I believe or in the US, but okay. I'd be surprised if it went for much longer. Because, here. Maybe yeah. it did. Maybe mm. it did. Well, look, I've like I said, I was older when I found out that about its box office performance. We were surprised, shocked at just how what the attendance was like. But you know, if you peel that back, my sense is it was during the day, school holidays. You know, sessions like at night obviously wouldn't wouldn't have been anything like yeah, that. Yeah, not a thing. And but let's look at it with the lens that we would have seen it in. We're all video shop kids. Yep. Yeah. What it made meant nothing. How true. many people went and saw it true. at the cinemas meant nothing. No, that's true. It was just hiring and seeing it. And I have so much nostalgic love watching it this time. Wow, I mm. couldn't find. I think I downloaded the torrent that didn't have the nostalgia setting. <laughs> it was a it was a tough watch. Well, I think there's some great acting in this. I love Meg Foster. I think I her, her, her eyes. I was going to say amazing, but that opening sequence when they take Grayscale and she just looks directly at the camera. Oh, she does that a few times. Yeah, yeah there's just, a few yeah. shots. I was actually going to say, you know, when guys are being creepy and they try to hide it by saying, "Oh, she has the most amazing eyes." Yeah. 
Meg Foster legit has the most yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not contacts. No, they're eyes. Well, she she's in a few sci-fi fantasy things. I think I know her from They Live. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And Billy Barty doesn't. Don't you just get that whole Willow vibe straight up from oh, that? Like yes. he's, he they he does one voice, doesn't he? They should have left Buildor in the net. Oh my god! <laughs> Too what much... is it with late eighties movies and having an annoying small sidekick, sidekick yeah. like Mac and Me? Willow. Well, because Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. He was obviously... <laughs> he was the replacement of the t-shirt that was Orca. He was. Yeah. And they just couldn't film that at the time. But I was triggered because Guido looks like my junk. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gross and hairy with ginger all over it. Does he get around with a magic key as well? Yes. <laughs> it does. <laughs> he looks like a scrotum in <laughs> <laughs> Well, we haven't we haven't yet talked about Gwildor's Drildo that is the key. We'll get to that. Oh. Okay, we do have to. Is there any more on casting? Because I think we talked about Frank Langella. We've talked about John Cipher. You know, he doesn't look fit, does he? He he doesn't look like he's the picture of health. I have a note saying the sorceress when Skeletor takes her essence out just looks like she's losing the will for acting. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, also yeah, fair. I don't want to be here. Is that Helen Mirren's <laughs> it's, mum? It's, it's Christina Pickles. Christina Pickles who, who actually playing Courtney Cox's mother in Friends. Yeah, yeah right. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I honestly thought it was Helen Mirren's mum. <laughs> you do have to talk about Dolph. So Dolph has basically... He's... He's a very smart guy, right? He's got a PhD. He's, he's got a, a scientist. PhD. He's got a PhD in astrophysics <laughs> or something. Yeah, I was triggered by that. <laughs> he was working as a bodyguard for Grace Jones when he got picked up to work in Rocky. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. And now he's been cast in this, not being able to really speak English. Yeah. And my understanding is that he had a deal that. They would voice him. They'd use he had, his voice, but he had three, three goes. goes. Three goes. Was it? I and believe. I thought it was two. So it might and have been. He nailed buried. it on the well, second. When you say nailed, I've been looking for you, Gwildor. Gwildor, we must get back to Eternia. That's what we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was what we were given. But Gary Goddard to this day says, with a voiceover, it improved the whole film. You know, exponentially, essentially. So. I have a scene in my head of like, you know, in the in um. The Simpsons with radioactive man, and there's a guy talking like up yeah, and at him, yeah, yeah, up yeah, and yeah. at them. Like when he's like, I want the, I have the power. Like, say it properly. He's just like, I have the Your one job. You're right there. <laughs> Tell me another movie, any genre, well, not any genre, where the lead of the film is in their underpants the entire film <laughs> and it's not addressed in any way. I may have Googled from, like... From um, R rating and down. Okay, I, yeah, I may okay. have Googled wardrobe malfunction <laughs> Master of the Universe just to see if a ball dropped. <laughs> we were looking for nugget pouches. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting choice. It was the first time I actually really... Conan. No, not bad. Conan, Arnold Schwarzenegger. But is, it, is that a fairy loincloth? No, is, I mean, these are actually his undies. There's no fur. <laughs> Um, we have to wait for the beginning of Red Heat for it. It was weird that you. It's weird you had a folder ready to go. No, 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 no. I had that. I, I, I googled ballsack falling oh, out of my You didn't even go like, go nugget Stick pouch it. and uh, a Conan came up. I'm like, yes. You know, what's my favourites on there? <laughs> Google Drive isn't the same as googling something. If you put in DVG ballsack, you get a picture of Wildor. <laughs> if you look at leak, uh, DVG leaked nudes, it's just Wildor. <laughs> We've got <laughs> Mattel were loath to use a lot of their characters in this film. So when you see the bad guys, yeah. we got new characters for them. Tina Blade. Turner. Yep. <laughs> yes. Karg, correct. Yeah. Tina Turner. Karg, uh, Sarod. We got Blade. Blade actually is Anthony Delongis, who's the the sword trainer for this film. So he ah. basically teaches Dolph how to sword fight, and he's as Darren will say, who's trained. Selena Kyle, Catwoman, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer in ah, Batman Returns. Whip, to use the whip, yeah. Um, but and and he does play God Skeletor or what they call Hyper Skeletor, the Golden Skeletor at the, at the end, end of this movie. Yeah. But but unfortunately, he was given a mask <laughs> that had zero vision. Bony M Skeletor. But yeah. <laughs> so you've got some. I, I quite like you know the way this is being cast. Um. Reminded me a little bit of Mortal Kombat, where you you cast for the fighting skills, not the acting skills, in some cases. 
We've got five dollars and a bag of chips left. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've paid, now we've built this set. Uh, yeah. Who can we get? Who can we get? Here? Exactly. Can we talk about cards. So card wasn't a, like a like original OG He Man. No, no, no. no he was created before and he, the film. And he never got a toy up until recently. Was yeah. Snooky based him because he's got the beehive? <laughs> <laughs> he. I remember when I watched this again. Like when it was, I was like, I hated him so much because it, it, it was just he's annoying. And like he just looks terrible. Like it out like they all look terrible, but he looks the worst, I reckon. Now is Sauron, Sauron. Is Sauron a male or a female? It, it just depends. Like I need a... to know because I'm writing some fiction. Is that fan fiction, David? Yeah. Yeah. It could be both, I think. He's Salamander. A lizard, lizard, so they can change, you know. <laughs> Reptile yeah, DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give it to him. Ah, <laughs> oh, David. That's David not a, that's not now. a tale, mate. <laughs> um, now, favorite scenes. I know you're saying you missed the scene with the nostalgia clip taken out, but can we go around the room, maybe starting with Darren, favourite scene? What's What does this for you? Oh, um, pretty <laughs> much anything on Attorney with Skeletor is, is pretty pretty damn good in my opinion. That scene where he's addressing the entire planet uh, before the transfer. The holosphere. Yeah, with that entire thing, and he says that He-Man's going to bear weakness to this transformation. That just, you know... To me, to me, that's just Langella or Skeletor, and that is going to be really hard to top in any new version of Masters for me because it's probably pretty close to, if not my favourite version of Skeletor. It's just yeah. he's evil, he's dangerous, and you know he's accomplished. This, this Skeletor basically he's won. And that scene and fire up the holosphere reminded me very much of Donald Trump. Just <laughs> tweeting something out, just yeah, going, you know, I'm now angry about something. Oh, cool. Fire up the holosphere, yeah. I'm going to project to the world oh, on cool. a whim. Cool, yeah. and it's then... one of these podcasts. As, <laughs> as Mexico bears weakness to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mexico yeah, no, that, are going to pay for one. our matte painting. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite scene would have to be basically when Evil Lynn looks into the story of the first four guys that couldn't like yep. get the key back yep. and she uses that thing to look into their story where they said they got outnumbered yeah. and everything I really enjoyed that she looked and she's like it's just he oh, oh really? wait no it's one person and oh no and a and, human girl and a native girl <laughs> yeah. Yeah. she must have tipped the scales yeah. <laughs> uh, God Skeletor for me predating yeah. uh, Super Shredder of course so uh, yeah I, I love that uh, when he transforms his Super Skeletor, essentially. So, yeah. big thumbs up for that. And, um, yeah, just seeing that next level mutation of Skeletor was awesome. For me, look, it's probably a, a, a very small part of the final fight scene at the end where uh, He-Man is trying to get out of the laser fire and he ducks behind a statue. The statue takes a couple of blasts and cracks and he pushes the statue over. Now, it sounds simple, but that's the most He-Man thing he does in the entire movie, right? You think of the cartoon, he would pick up boulders and mountains and all this stuff. The rest of it was just Star Wars-esque, you know, either shooting a gun or, you know, with the sword. That, you go, do you know what? He-Man did something that's worthy of the name at that point. I implore anyone that rewatches this film based on, inspired by this podcast tonight... <clears throat> To That'll look, be me yeah. <laughs> to watch Dolph Lundgren's gun hand anytime he's doing something else, yeah. because if you look at movies like uh, Aliens, where they've all been trained with guns, Dolph Lundgren's pretty much pointing his gun at everyone that's on the good guy's <laughs> head because he's just not paying attention yeah. to the direct. He's holding the handle, but I think it must just be a straight up round handle because yeah. he'll be holding it and it's no, just pointing it. sideways at <laughs> someone, so there's no forwards in the grip. So if you check that out next time you watch it, it's pretty it special. That, I think it's some of the sword fights. A hundred percent. Every time yeah. he does something with the sword with the gun in his hand, it's almost like pointing diagonally back behind <laughs> him. It's it almost is. like he's like, what's going on? What's I going noticed that when I was free, freeze-framing Nugget hunting. Yep. <laughs> I, look, I love the scene where He-Man gets brought before Skeletor and made to kneel and, 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 and he and he's, a whole <laughs> well, there's a lot of there's actually quite a few blood you know welts and, and whip marks on, on his back for a PG film we get a lot more blood than we do in Mortal Kombat I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I was, was going to say one like because I went into this knowing it was PG I'm like I'm not expecting much that guy at the school that gets like absolute crap beaten out Carl of him, the janitor. he ends up, he ends up oh, yeah. Yeah. he is bleeding from every orifice yeah. at the end of that encounter what? with Beastman. Well, that that Beastman encounter with, with where the goons basically swarm the school and Courtney Cox has to run through, Julie has to run and escape. 
that freaked me out where Blade gets those two swords and just skewers the stage. And Corny Cox does that screen. There's a few scenes in here where I reckon it would freak out my six-year-old where she's being chased and hunted and she's trying to get into that caged area. Yes. And as she's running, she's screaming and hitting the, you know, hitting the cyclone fencing like yes. a crazy person trying to get in. It's quite terrifying, that kind of, that moment. And that's where I think her acting isn't as bad as we might, you know, you can, she can play the damsel quite that, well. That community centre looks like so many communities as I was at as a kid. Like, yeah, that's the like, scariest the part of the scene. It's like, that was a It's because of, of the guy there in jocks. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> My favourite scene is the fact that they um they relied, relied on a keyboardist to save everything. Music, <laughs> music, yeah. Yeah. music like, is magic. Like, like, what does he say? Music is the universe or music something. Music is the universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, because keyboardists are the most terrible people in the world and the most terrible like, people in bands so like they have one movie where they actually have to save everything it's like oh good we do matter <laughs> I must say amazing writing and casting of someone that works at a music shop because if you've ever dealt with someone <laughs> yeah, at a music shop I know that nailed it I've seen that <laughs> oh, can we before we the, the, another character we forgot was um, the, ball, the the principal Lubick oh, yeah, yeah. Lubick, James, yeah played yeah. by James Tolkien Strick, oh. Strickland Principal Strickland, Strickland. Yeah. Man. Slacker So good Like <laughs> He plays and Like you know He plays it well He's like oh, He doesn't know What the hell's going on And then he gets like A little racist here at the end. <laughs> <laughs> It actually goes towards I've got to say Towards the end When he's killing everyone With his shotgun Yeah yeah. It reminded me of The controversy As you would know With the original Turtles cartoon Where they had to turn All the foot uh, All the foot soldiers Into robots Yeah just so that them getting shot and all the guns couldn't shoot bullets anymore had to be laser Lasers, fire from yeah. like Bebop and Rocksteady. When he's shooting the like uh, the light, the inclement weather troopers, <laughs> when he's shooting them, I'm like, this is a different kind of violence. Yeah. Like it's it, it's noticeable, bullets. isn't it? Knocked yeah, us yeah. up. No, no. And they're getting blown away. When the lasers are hitting them, you're like, oh, maybe they're stunned or knocked out or something. But it's the you just got shot in the face by uh, Principal Strickland yeah. with a sort of shotgun. Well, there was also that scene where they're, they're ripping off Back to the Future on the hoverboards, right? And yep. they're getting around. And then... So did it came and fall back? When, I do not when, What you do is you just yeah, flip yeah, upside down and disappear. Yeah. yeah. And for, that's stealth mode, right? Yeah. For a movie that's ground zero of action figures... Why does the action figure on that hoverboard look so horrendous? <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, you know, he turns around and ends up, like, slashing one with his sword. And it explodes. It just, it just blows and up. And I'm like, hang on, are they people? Or no, they're meant robots? to be robots. Like, Those robots. boards don't go on water. Yes. Well, so, so the story for this is Mattel was very controlling when this film was being made. And I saw some earlier drafts where Skeletor feeds a, a head to some monster and it says you know kill them all and it's got the Mattel exec scribbled out kill and he's like no death no killing can't have that head being thrown into that monster then the toy line was in real trouble this came out in 87 basically the line was cancelled masters died in 97 and it was yeah, it was it's sorry, 97. in 87, in 87. Yeah. you know me you know me and my dates I wish I had them in 97 um, 87 we're talking um and Titanic's when, coming out. Cancel the toys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> when the line was in trouble, Mattel really changed their tune and they're like, do whatever you need to do. Kill, see that sex, in blood, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the idea was they made those troopers, inclement weather troopers, into robots. Okay. They don't look like robots and it's never because they were trying conceived to avoid as robots. Because the, they were trying to dodge the, you know, He-Man can't kill. Yeah, He-Man can't kill. Yeah. I've got to say, they're actually more detailed and articulate than... Stormtrooper outfits. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. actually a lot more going on if you look up close. Um, we have yeah, I talk- noticed that last night because I was looking at it thinking, you know, Stormtroopers and I'm like, yeah, they... Uh, we haven't talked about Teela yet and she has a nice T-shirt shape. Uh, for <laughs> lack Field. of a better... Yeah, yeah, just saying that T-shirts fit women, nicely. Women, women, women are <laughs> I couldn't stop looking at her holster and the way it yeah. joined particularly yeah, yeah there was there was one particular element of that holster which was quite appealing <laughs> for me <laughs> i know what you're saying yeah. she is really crazy <laughs> he loves masters ladies and gentlemen listening trent sniffing his fingers while he's saying what he's saying just so you know where he's coming from this evening oh, um, also she is and I'm afraid his fingers are not quite clean <laughs> she went on to be the wife in last boy scout uh, as well as one of the, I believe one of the um, strippers in Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Oh, yeah. yeah, she also Which, has a small role in Wicked. I'm pretty the sure that won an Oscar. And... 
<laughs> I think that's what she got the Oscar for. That's how yeah, she was in no, Paul Hogan. Nice. Yeah. My wife looked nice at him and what's, what's the lady from Flashdance doing in this movie? I don't understand. <laughs> so I wish we, she was doing half of that. It's <laughs> not, the, not the dancing bit. <laughs> um, we haven't talked about Pig Boy. So Pig Boy was a uh, competition winner. I can't remember what the competition was, but for a fan to come up on stage and be in the film, and because the production was so behind and so They'd already scattered, stuff. Yeah, uh, that they decided, oh, we can have him... Yeah, it wearing a pig mask, so like that's thus the name, Pig Boy. And he handed the scepter, Skeletor's the Havoc scepter, staff. the Havoc staff to um, Skeletor as he walks up onto the throne. So he got a whole that's three seconds without his face. Oh wow! Yeah. So come and come and be in a film in a starring yes. role. And by the way, we're just going to cover up your yeah, face. Just I'd want. Like, that's me, guys. He, <laughs> he did an interview a few years ago, though, and he had nothing but wonderful things to say. He said, Mattel Oh, he loved great. it. They, yeah. they, um, they probably gave him all the figures well, in they, their line. They asked yeah. him the day he came on the set, um, which figures are you missing? And they gave him like a box full of every figure he didn't have. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the entire line. Darren yeah. super jealous. Yeah. <laughs> any, any bloopers that we saw? I've got one. Uh, the film? Yeah. <laughs> so, He-Man's he running through the street and he's starts running up a staircase and when he's running up there his uh, sword in his back a, a hilt it clips the door frame yes and just before the scene cuts you can literally see the, the sword coming straight off his back but then in the next scene he's it's holding gone, the sword yeah. so there's there could have been that delay Indeed, where he's yeah, you know yeah. took it out or whatever yeah. but it's clearly it's, it's right angles to his back there was no salvaging that no, from the, when uh, the editing in this has a lot to be desired yeah. when Skeletor falls into the pit he starts falling and then you get a shot of He-Man looking in down at the pit for about five seconds. And when it cuts back to Skeletal falling, he's probably further up than he was five <laughs> seconds ago. And he's doing a bit of the old Wiley Coyote sort of, Runs. you know. <laughs> Running in midair. He's coming, he's coming back before the end Because they're, they're expecting to edit a cloud, a puff cloud yeah. <laughs> over that bit. Uh, one bit I did see more so, I think it was just me reading into it. The bit where Grandpa at Arms and Teela and He-Man <laughs> all synchronise their locators yep. thing. Yep. Yeah. He-Man goes to put his back into what clearly must have at one point been a pouch or a belt on his like on yeah. his belt because he reaches down to slide it in and you actually see a conscious moment where he goes, oh, that There's thing's not there, there anymore. <laughs> he swaps hands and then like walks out of frame with it. And I was like... Yeah, you gotcha. could have maybe done another one of that, guys. I have to wonder, this. a large part of this takes place in suburbia right so they're surrounded by houses and yet the only people are how does no one notice yes. that there's an army walking down main street there's a sort of pride parade coming down the street <laughs> <laughs> they're into BDSM or something <laughs> it reminded me of there's an episode of the animated Transformers like G1 yeah. where a portal opens up in the middle of the city and dinosaurs start coming out of it and it looks straight up like the storyboard of the scene of the barge coming through yeah. for the Pride Parade, as you said. <laughs> it's okay to be skeleton face. <laughs> he too. Uh. There's a lovely scene in there where the heroes are on the rooftop and they're, you know, working out the plot. And do you just see Skeletor popping that up? That is yeah, amazing. That's <laughs> just in the background, just like... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we gotta get up in there. <laughs> just give me, just give me a bit. Just give me a bit more power position. Like <laughs> and what's with the, what's with the, the the units of measurement? I get that they're not from around here, yeah. but I He's couldn't pick... knock that crap off, man. Like yes, they still like, use I... numbers, though. Yeah, That's... but I couldn't pick. I didn't hear. I don't think they use the same unit no. of measurement twice. No. It was just random. They're three quag knocks away. Like, They're 60 Kronkodons <laughs> yeah. down the street. And he's calling people other people that he knows, but I'm pretty sure like if it was back on his belt, it'd be, he'd be like a racist. Like, like, he's calling people like a Tom Thruck. I'm like, that's the N-word. <laughs> Where can I buy a pink Cadillac that's run with a Turnier power? I'll tell you what, there's half of it because half of it comes through the, the, the portal with him just for cover. <laughs> Is... There a toy of that or a customer of that no, that you guys have ever come across? Well, you could take the foot cruiser. Oh, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Cut it in half. Half their foot cruiser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, are there any things we want to shout out in terms of some of the production issues that this film had? We've talked to. <laughs> what, what have we been doing for the last forty minutes? Yeah. I'd say anything. I would say personally, as probably the the most biased fan towards this film in the room. Anything on Earth is probably a production um, yeah. 
failure or compromise or whatever you want to call it. Really. What, what city would... is it supposed to be, do you reckon? What city is it supposed to be, do you reckon? Uh, it's a small, too... small country town, isn't well, it? Well, that's, yeah, well, but, then, but then again, like, it's, it's a bit New York-y, but then there's like a cityscape and you see everything. It's right? very... It's very... It's Hill Valley for a bit. Yeah. I think it's whatever sets they had sitting around on the lot, to be honest. Yeah, true. Where was Cannon? I think absolute... Uh, necessary viewing as a companion piece is the electric boogaloo um, doco because mm-hmm. you get such an insight to the hell that was. I'm going to have film. to see it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah How think... many Oscars did this? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> hey, oh, look, I would have. They given... just melted into one massive one. Hey, Lance Jellish should have got one. I think definitely. Was, I think definitely. he was dropped. Um, I I would have liked to see more on the the wasteland as much as like it. Do a Starship Troopers light. It was like it was. Oh, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. like yeah. a good waste. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, like Diana Ross, like throwing and he's got... can also like that way he's walking where he's like banging stuff. Knock that shit off. It's just... <laughs> Stop, <laughs> it. Stop it! You're not impressing like, anyone. <laughs> no, I can't hold that against him because if I'm at work carrying a drill, I will softly press the drill to give me robot legs. Okay, so that's all right. What you do at work is if your you own ever thing. get the if you ever need a walking stick, that's how you're just like I'm. <laughs> so where does this rate? Like in terms of we talked about maybe thinking of it in line with fantasy films. You know, what are we talking about? Legend, Willow, Conan, Conan, maybe. I mean, it's a bit more. That's an R-rated film, Labyrinth, that sort of stuff. Where does this sort of fit? This is somewhere below the Princess Bride. This is if Legend got a, a head injury and went to sleep instead of going to the hospital. Is where I'd rate this one. It was so like it's just so weird that they try and put that that whole keyboard thing like where they try to like make it all modern and that, that's the thing that really lost me I was just like I can deal with fantasy because like I'll, I'll actually give, if they hadn't gone to Earth I would be totally different because yeah, I like, think a lot of people Courtney Cox wasn't in this yeah <laughs> I'd be okay because like it's just a fantasy film like, there you, is you can give Willow for it's like the, the two little dudes that are annoying because it's Willow yeah yeah there is a bit where is it Richie or the what's the boyfriend's name Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Kevin sorry Kevin there is a bit that was like the best bit of characterization. I don't think it was even deliberate. Deliberate. He goes to the music shop and the music guy goes, heard you were great last night. And without missing a beat, he goes, oh, we're going to be better tonight. Yeah. And I'm now like, they're drunk. Really? <laughs> That's you. That's you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, heard you guys were great last <laughs> well, Next week's the show. Next week's the show, yeah, yeah. guys. Talking uh, toys now. Yeah. Hey, uh, the original Master of the Universe line gave us three movie figures. Blade, Sarod, and we got Wildor, yep. who actually is probably the size of Karg should be in the mm-hmm. figure form. Tiny. Um, but what what happened now is Super Seven have been able to put out, based on the design work of William Stout, some more classics figures. So they did all the original figures, Blade, Wildor, and Sarod. But now we're getting things like Karg. We're getting Karg in not only the uh, sort of magazine colors, but Who's now also movie for colors. Karg? A lot of people have been asking for that. A lot of people, yeah. Like number one on <laughs> yeah. Karg was number one on the list for about three years running yeah. on the polls on hemen.org. People wanted Karg. It's that, I think, comes down to that you can't have something, so you want it yeah. kind of rationale. It's the uncharted territory. And if you've seen how, how deep the Master Universe Classics line has become, there's not much that's uncharted it. Because you, you definitely yeah. want a character that's named after someone choking on an ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it's true. And you talk like this. <laughs> like he he reminded me like of a like all those eighties cartoon villains yes, like that. Absolutely. And I, the guy who did it didn't do any other voiceover work. I think there was not much anyway. One thing mm. I will throw out in absolute defense of this film: this clearly is a film that wanted to be Star Wars. That had to overcome the hurdle of being a cartoon. Yeah, like, yeah. everyone's going to yeah. go, oh, that's just a cartoon movie and write it off. Because it was uh, strange days at the time for cartoon adaptation to well, live action. Well, it's the very first toy-based exactly. film yeah. ever made. So live yeah. action. Like, I think it had action. such yeah. a hill to climb. Because, you know, they can't turn He-Man grey and like make him die like no. other properties did. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- I will throw that out in defence. I like, wonder, you, probably, you guys will probably know what the answer is to this. Why not do G.I. Joe first? Because mm. at that stage, 
The violence, that, that probably. That would be G.I. Joe, like... Because they, when, they, when the dude was done, Master's Universe was the highest-selling toy line in the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why why you'd pass on G.I. Joe. You'd do Master's because that would have been seen. I'm not saying that's what it turned out to be, but it would have been seen as the safer bet. But they essentially... I mean, they essentially it just goes to show how much can change in the course of a production of one film. Yeah. Because the toy line was dying before it was completed. They did do a G.I. Joe film. It's called Stripes. That's what it would have been. Because <laughs> well, like, that's the only thing I forgot to say at the start. Like I collected the crap out of G.I. Joe. Like, yep. I had yep. heaps of them. Um, and that's like, I, I always went then, me and my mate were really excited. We were actually, at the, at the time, writing a G.I. Joe graphic novel adaptation. Oh, wow. And we went and saw the movie and we were just like, <laughs> we went to a movie where they took our phones away because they were like, we don't want anyone spoiling G.I. Joe. I'm like, you guys don't worry about that. <laughs> you need to talk to the filmmakers in that case. Well, one thing this film was ahead of its time on was post-credit stingers. Yes. So this, I believe, is the third film to feature a post-credit stinger now, which is a staple of the Hollywood industry. Yeah. What were the other two? I think I it was know. Airplane, Airplane <laughs> yeah. and... Oh, I did look this up. You did, yeah. Yeah, there was another one. I'll find it. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> you know you read it after you search it, right? Well, you're going to get all high and mighty on your trivia. I think we're going to give you a little bit of a run for your money. All Mr. Right. Ding. All right. All right. <laughs> Stop sniffing you. So, all right. <laughs> right, right let's, shall we wrap it up with the rating? Out of 19, Out starting of... with Darren, who's going to give it 19. That's um, not a very comprehensive pretty close. No, I, I'm going to say my heart of hearts. Um, I'm going to vote this on my heart, not my brain. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say twelve and a half. Oh, that's it. Um, I'm gonna put one. I haven't said it yet, but I hate you all for making me watch this. Um, that was in my notes several times. <laughs> it's just scribbled in yeah, dark yeah. pen, isn't it? It's like, it's into into the, you know, in seven where he makes the diary. Yeah, <laughs> and that's on a, that's on an iPhone. So yeah, you yeah. Can yeah. See it on it, scribbled onto the screen. It was weird. You just carved it into the table next to your notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No fate but what we make. I hate you guys. Mental note to the five of us. Make sure we invite yeah, Paulie yeah. to review the new film when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, I will give this... Uh, I'll give it four for Langella. <laughs> He's worth a four. I've, I've seen Nick some Foster of your rating zero. scales. <laughs> yeah, no, everything else... Like, if this, if Nick Foster is worth a zero. Yeah, everyone else in this can go like, jump because he'd say... Chelsea Field's G-string over the top of those leotards. He's worth a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give it a solid eight. I give it a ten because of Teela's t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight as well. It's a ten. It has to be a ten. Ah, uh, ten. All right. Let's Ding me. What, what do people think the legacy of the f- film is? Oh look, I've got this on Blu-ray. Try it's, <laughs> I, it's it's a building story. it's a building block for what it is. I think yeah. it's yeah. Uh, uh, a lesson. If it's anything else. Yeah, my my Blu-ray, funnily enough, is called Cult Films. Like it's in this cult box kind of you know I don't know repackaging. Because you bought it off a guy in a druid's outfit. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I don't think this can claim to be a cult cinema. No. I do I, remember in the video store this being like gold, like solid gold because like we, we, we it was released on video here, but yeah. you yeah. didn't get it very easily. Yeah. I still no, stand no, by. No, but if this movie was as cool as the VHS cover was, yeah, it'd be the best well, film. Well, I mean, ever. just just on a segue to that, a couple of years ago, I think it was 2015 or 16. I actually saw Dolph Lundgren and they had the opportunity to get a poster signed by him uh, in Melbourne at Supernova. So that was pretty cool. And there was a lot of other t- people lining up behind me with He-Man-esque uh, mm. po- uh, you know, memorabilia oh, to, to get signed. It was either that or Rocky. There wasn't much else. No. I mean, well, so there isn't. Did you, there is. did, you your, did you get your steals from the showdown in Little Tokyo sex scene <laughs> sign? <laughs> Can I borrow? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time to move into our next segment. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Time to start thinking because the quiz master's back. It is quiz time and I think, what what have you whipped up for us, Frank, this week? All right, so what I've got, this is basically a quiz that you can't get wrong. So it means, Davey, you can't actually win this because there are no wrong answers. Well, you're wrong already, so that's (laughs) a point to me. All right, so basically what I'm going to do, I'm going to throw out, and it's basically a choice between two things. We're going to go around the room and it's quick fire. I want your first answer. You don't have time to think about it. You don't have time to debate it and go, oh, oh, no fence sitting. All right, I'm going to give you two answers and we're going bang, 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 around the room, next one. 
Cool. So how does it work? Does it start with me and then yeah, just so it goes go you. Through? So technically by the time we get around Same to Same question for everyone. Same question for everyone. And then obviously because there's five of you, there will be a winner. Yep. Okay. If that makes so sense. It's just, yeah. got to, it's just got to ricochet around. Right? <laughs> so for example, favorite character out of Superman or Batman? Batman. 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 Oh, okay. Batman. It is then. Uh, Iron Man or Captain America? Iron Man. Iron Man. Captain America. Captain America. Iron Man. Oh, swing vote. Uh, Leonardo or Raphael? Leonardo. Raphael. Oh, neither. Oh, no fence. <laughs> Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been fun, Paul. <laughs> We're now eligible for government funding. <laughs> Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> Um, predator or alien? Predator. Alien. Alien. Xenomorph. Predator. Nice. Uh, Freddy Krueger or Jason? Freddy. Freddy. Jason. Freddy. Freddy. You suck. <laughs> kiss <laughs> my Gwildor. Who said that? Kiss. <laughs> you can uh, kiss my Gwildor. <laughs> can smell wow. your Gwildor. Uh, swamp Thing or Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Connie Cox. <laughs> swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. <laughs> Uh, who had the best acronym? Venom or Cobra? Venom. Venom. Cobra. Venom. Cobra. <laughs> uh, best Batman, Keaton or Affleck? Keaton. Oh. Uh, I knew this was ah, He had to think! <laughs> Affleck. Wrong. Keaton. 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 Oh, it's like a punch in the face There's no one else was going to say Affleck I had to be different I don't think Affleck had his true Didn't like, have Cinematic uh, experience so. That's what I say There's no wrong answers yeah. But you may well be judged yeah. in your answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like sad bat <laughs> um, Now we got glitter bat so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so watching glitter bat yeah. It's going to be great uh, Best decade, the 80s or the 90s? 80s 80s 90s 80s 90s yeah I would have gone 90s uh, alright Xbox or Playstation 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 Xbox <laughs> <laughs> hesitation there uh, Ken or Ryu Ken Ken what Ken or Ryu from Street, Street Fighter, Fighter. Oh, I was like, I thought you it. said Rogue. Yeah. Sorry, like, I don't know. I, that. I thought we were, I thought we were picking our boys as like like chicken ranches. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Kenny's rugged. <laughs> <laughs> Ryu all the way. Ryu. Where your mind goes. Well, <laughs> that's the first time Completely anyone's used fine, the word chicken ranch. You can take Mario or Luigi? Mario. Mario. Luigi. Mario. Mario, Mario. Yep. Mario, Mario. That's it. Uh, so this is some about how you actually pronounce words. So is it Lego or Lego? Lego. Lego. I say Lego. 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 <laughs> well, you can't argue with that, to be honest. <laughs> There's no wrong answers. That's it. JJ uh, Abrams or JJ Abrahams? JJ Abrahams. JJ <laughs> Abrams. 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 What? Yeah, exactly <laughs> it's right. Uh, Abrams. I Just know. Just it, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, is it meme or mem? Meme. 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 <laughs> Some girl was saying to me, he's like, have you seen this meme? I'm like, what are you talking what is, about? What's, what is that? What's <laughs> My boss These are all... Oh! <laughs> These are all words we mispronounce and have been called on. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Is it pronounced GIF or JIF? GIF. GIF. I say GIF. 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 Yeah. I know people that say JIF and I'm like, no, no, yeah. you, you're wrong. With a J. Those guys are all just good. Pa- pasty or pasty? <laughs> That's a good pasty. one. Pasty. <laughs> Alright, we jump in and do some toy based stuff. Uh mint on card or loose? Mint on card. Mint on card. Are we still talk about toys. Yes, this is toys. You want a toy podcast? Toy podcast. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> Ken loose. <laughs> That's your other name for your other podcast. <laughs> loose all the way. Loose. Uh prefer shopping online or at retail? Well, online is all I've got. <laughs> That's fair. Retail waved bye bye to me years ago when they said, Your money's no good, so I go online. <laughs> I like to look the people in the eye when I buy my toys. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I would too if someone would actually sell them to me. <laughs> I, I, I like the hunt, so I'm going to go op shop retail. Ooh. Uh, I buy all my online purchases under Paul's Ken Loose account. <laughs> <laughs> oh and get them filled to his cut. You should see the suggested item. <laughs> 
Uh, favorite podcast, Geek Dudes or Dave's Video Graveyard? DVG. Dave's Video Graveyard, of course. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> well gonna make, this is going to determine no... how long this evening is. It's going to determine whether or not fully still you on well, I haven't... Or, uh... <laughs> Ken and Ray is happy hour. <laughs> uh, DVG all the way. You're... Geek Dudes, shout out to Chris Fresh. <laughs> You're listening to Dave's Video Graveyard with Dave and Dave <laughs> and Dave. <laughs> And last Dave w- and Gwildor. <laughs> <laughs> they, they turned down the idea of Dave's video Dave Yard. So. <laughs> Too much Dave. Had to change it. <laughs> and the last one, who has the better hair, Frank or Trent? Oh, Frank has to. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Who's got better hair? I'm Me going, the, I'm going oh. the Liu Kang mullet at the moment. <laughs> Come on. Neither of you. <laughs> no, you got to choose. What's the point? What's the point? Who's got better hair? Who's got better hair? What is that? I don't know who's answering. Dave Ballsack. <laughs> Wildor. Yeah. This is a children's show. <laughs> I like Darren's hair. You're like a 60s newsreader. <laughs> you're about to tell me that Kennedy got shot and I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. <laughs> Forever. Wow. They've just quit. No, no, just I just broke. Sorry, man. Your hair's great. <laughs> I reckon you yes, use, you are pretty. It's palm, sorry, palm sorry, olive extra shine conditioner. Sorry, Frank. If I knew how much it would have meant to you, I would have said your hair. No, like that it was the last question. But sure. <laughs> so what? So guys, what's on the cards for DVG? You got the radio show. You had Sean Fuster on. Yep. Uh, that what? was our first big boy show. Yeah, like, I know, that shout is. out to Sean. Yeah. Like, uh, He's a freaking legend. Yeah. Though, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, our fanboy do. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> we will pay for the shoes. <laughs> the shoesters. <laughs> Thank you. So what's on the horizon? What's More coming puns. up? What's coming up next? Um, basically, we're going to look for some listeners. That's, <laughs> that's a good we start. skip that. We yeah, skip yeah. that thing. Uh, we've kind of... We're, we're sticking away from horror for a while. Yep. Because we kind of <laughs> fell into it and stayed there for too long. Uh, there are some pretty cool episodes coming up. I guess we could mention a couple of them. Um, we've got Hard Rain was very fun. Hard Rain Ooh, is I very love Hard Rain is on the one that you look at the thing and like I don't want to listen to that, but you should. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Um, we've got a lot of like crap basically that we really loved. Uh, so the likes of Dragonheart. Um, yeah, I can't even think right now. But basically, just a lot of the same. Um, you've really backed me into a corner. No. <laughs> say that we're not doing anything differently. We'll, we'll come back. I mean, with the horror, we'll come back in October. We usually do our, our um, horror month. Yeah. Horror month yeah. and nice. stuff like that. And we, we do have some... a shirt coming out that features a certain mythical horse and a certain swamp. Nice. So won't yeah. go too much into it. Unlike the horse. <laughs> the horse went totally under, didn't it? <laughs> it did. Nice Man, white, whitey. I'm triggered. Thank you. I call him whitey. Oh, it might oh, cause a few heart attacks. Mm. <laughs> well, you actually, we were talking. Oh, you talked shit about us. No, what <laughs> you were? It wasn't me talking. It was you. Um, talking about the worst death scenes in films. That one got a number of mentions. Um, obviously, we're talking never-ending story. But I put out there, and this really did get to me. I'm not just saying this, but that the ant in Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh yeah, I, you I was, said that. I was tearing up, and when we were at school the next day. That was yeah, because it was on TV. It was like that was the conversation. It was uh-huh. man, yeah. that ant scene. Yeah, no, I mean, I it was much like the recently, conversation uh, we had around um, ba- Basic Instinct. You know, twenty years later, but that was. Hold <laughs> 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 I watched that recently, and I watched Beethoven recently, and Hunger Strong Kids way outweighed. Well, it's props. Yeah. It's practical props. Yeah, it is, and and that holds up. There's a few kind of green screen I guess you'd call it but for the most part and Rick Moranis just Rick Moranis in every yeah. for me it would be The Mist and not the ending poor old Shermanator like that really got to me which bit was unlike that, that joke like I've managed to <laughs> leave that in do yeah. not edit that okay. out it's that's yeah. a great joke that... the ending of The Mist yeah yep yep no good call all right, on that note, we'll wrap this very zany episode of Toy Power. It is a little bit different to our usual fare, but... Sorry. When... <laughs> Sorry. That's what we signed this up. is... This is... See, usually Frank doesn't have to edit these episodes, yeah, but you got your fun. work cut out tonight. Yeah. Just put Gwildor over any expletive that you may have. <laughs> and also, if you'd like to send any photos of your Gwildor, uh, Frank's email address is... 
on that note we will say a huge thank you to tuning in to another episode of toy power to all our patrons thank you so much for your support and we will see you around the toy aisles and until next time That's good journey <laughs> you can find the toy power team at all the usual online places facebook.com slash toy power podcast at toy power podcast on both twitter and instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome we are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people want to learn more? go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.